You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. What is going on, everybody? This is Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh, and as always, but sometimes not, the man sitting to my left, John Tired, John Dirty, John John the Don, John John the Teflon John, Lady John, Gaga John, John John and the E Street Band, whoa, ladies, there's John, and everybody's personal favorite, Dr. Daddy, John Fatty Gates. Yeah, that was one of your best intros ever, dude. I'm working on these at home. It's re- that was really good, man. Like, you're perfecting it. I think if you listen to this show all the time, you might be like, well, if, if you just started, you might be like, wait, this is the same episode I heard last week. Because you, like, just nail it every single week. I'm, I'm trying. Intro. Yeah, I'm trying to be the, the Ed McMahon of my own show mm-hmm. sort of deal. You know what I mean? I want to I wanna have, I wanna have like, a, like, a 5 o'clock evening news type deal where yeah. uh, tonight top story and the every night is the, you know what i mean i don't want people to to go what the hell was that this week well, did you not care passion in the intro for you like, hey man there, passionate there's passion in my heart for you yeah. you're a good man i'm happy you're here well, i know you're, you're 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 stressed out you're <laughs> Dude, losing your mind people are probably sick of this shit though what i'm, people? I'm stressed i'm very stressed <laughs> <laughs> it is every every couple of weeks uh one of us says yeah i'm losing my mind and then the other one's like, yeah, I'm losing my mind, too. It's just getting, every week, it's like getting more fucking insane. The walls are closing in? So, I mean, if you, if you listen to the show, you know that we have this company, Stand Up New York Labs. Yes. I founded it with somebody a year and a half ago. It's We've got a bunch of podcasts. We've got 20 shows. But it's just, it's getting intense. So much shit's happening at once. I'm trying, I got my, uh, this lawyer calls me like eight times a day to go over contracts and all this kind of stuff. It stresses me out like so much. Yep. Shit's going down, man. I mean, it, it's insane. Besides all the work stuff, I got to like freelance on the side to make ends meet. The IRS just went into my account last <laughs> week. Erwin <laughs> R. Scheister? WWE's own Erwin uh, R. Scheister? With what? I have no money to my name right now, and I've just been putting off finishing paying my tax, and they're just like, fuck it, we're going to take it. They just cleaned out my savings. Really? Took a bunch of other shit. Can they do that? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they it. can. They did and it. they put something in my credit report to fucking screw me for the next seven years on top of taking it all. What did they say? They should either be like, we're going to fuck your credit or... We're going to take your money. But to do both just sucks, man. There's no... It's pretty hard for an average human being to move up. You know what I mean? It's yeah. very hard for somebody that isn't juiced in mm-hmm. to, to move to the top. Well, we're trying to move to the top. But then last night, my fucking roof opens up again, pours out all over my goddamn living room. <laughs> <laughs> Ruins my wallet. You live in a treehouse, bro? Dude, it happens. I mean, it's so funny because I live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So, like, the landlord still... Uh-huh. I mean, the place is a closet. Yes. And there's the roof is open. She's still upping the rent every goddamn year Can like we, crazy. And again, if people don't know, <laughs> I, I know I've talked about it before, if people don't know anything about Williamsburg, picture either uh, the Lost Boys from uh, Peter Pan as the people that live in Williamsburg, or <laughs> if you want to go further back into a Walt Disney classic, think of Pinocchio when Pinocchio goes to that island where everybody smokes and turns into donkeys, that's pretty much Williamsburg. <laughs> I think you're probably right. I mean, look, I moved to Williamsburg 10 years ago because it was dirt cheap. Yes. And it was a shithole. Yes. And everyone now. there was like, you know, an artist or something like that. It was uh-huh. like, I mean, when I moved in, it was $500 a month. Yeah. My, my, I had one window in my bedroom. It faced a brick wall. 
My room was eight feet by 10 feet wide. No, it was less than that. It was it was less than 10 feet. It was like eight feet by nine. It was something ridiculous, man. Mm -hmm. I could barely fit a mattress in it. And I've lived there for 10 years. I mean, I've now taken the better room in there and I rent the other one out. But um, this place is a fucking dump. It was it was built in 1895. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it rains, like the, the ceilings just open up and pour shit out. Um, it, it's falling apart. The whole place is crooked. It's just a fucking shithole. That's funny. And she's charging me like, I, I mean, uh, almost three grand a month for this fucking wow. job. Wow. And between her and the IRS, you're just not coming. It's oh, nothing's coming up fatigate. Oh God. Um, it's like a bang bus video. Well, I mean. <laughs> Brazers presents John Fettigate in Bang Bus, where you they pick you up and you just get railed by your landlord, just the, tax man. the IRS, and this lawyer that calls. But the lawyer is calling you the whole time. The landlord and the IRS is fucking you. That'd be hilarious. What a great video that would be. Stop calling me. I have to Skype with him in the middle of. I'm being pounded by my landlord. Um. Well, I mean, how all, you doing though, man? Uh, I I might have Ebola or um, <laughs> or throat AIDS. I uh, last week, um, uh, Tim Tim Rothschild was uh -huh. here. Two days after we did the podcast where we were talking about lizards being lizard people, people being lizards. Mm -hmm. He called. He texted me and he said, "Hey, man, just so you know, I have strep throat. Look out!" And I <laughs> I said, "What What does that mean?" I'm with a bunch of people right now. Am I going to give people strep throat? What the hell are you talking about? Um, I don't think I have strep throat, but something's going on. Yeah. I I, I feel like I feel I feel here here's here's how I feel. I would love to lay on this table and go to sleep mm. listening to you finish this podcast on your own. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if that is any that's what's going on. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Well, at least it's not strep throat because that shit sucks. Yeah, at least it's not strep throat because I was thinking about it. I was like, how am I going to get strep throat from this guy? Like, we didn't kiss. Yeah. He didn't even share. I had peanuts here. He didn't have any of the peanuts. I'm like, I don't have strep throat. But just the way that he said, he was like, hey, man, I got strep throat. Look out. You're like, come on, man. What the well, f I don't do you have health insurance? Uh, not in this beautiful country. Yeah, me neither. So but, but he said that he went to a doctor and they gave him uh, antibiotics and they were only 10 bucks. Really? Yeah, but you, the, the doctor, how much did that cost? I don't, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah, who knows? But he probably knows just a shaman that, anyway. He doesn't go to a doctor. He should walk in a CVS and be like, give me fucking antibiotics. It's, it's you know, yeah. 2004. Just give it to me. Just what am I going to do me. with it? Yeah. I'm boil it down it's and make absurd, math. It's absurd, man. That's what I'm going to do. Just, I'm going to boil it down and make math so yeah. I can get out from under this landlord, this IRS situation, <laughs> and this goddamn lawyer. I can pay all these people now off. Now i got medical bills on top of it. Selling drugs, man. I swear to God, I don't see the problem with it. You know what I mean? When you really look at the... Mm -hmm. When you really look at what can be gained... I mean, the, the downside blow. <sighs> you go to prison... If you get caught, right? Well, that but, sucks. But before that, right before you go to prison, you're living it. Well, I think you're making it people happy. To what level you do it at? I'm talking high. I'm okay. talking single engine Cessna from here to Bogota. Well, I had I had a brief stint as a drug dealer. There you go. But I did it in what, a very what kind smart of drugs? Way. Weed? It was weed, yeah, but it was weed. in high quantities. Weed's almost like selling Doritos. You know what I mean? It should not even be kind of a bad thing. It shouldn't even yeah. be thought about as as anything. It, it's literally like, hey, do you have some weed? Or hey, man, do you have an aspirin? This yeah. is this is nothing. This is absolutely nothing. I know. It's almost like you're in the produce business. You're just like you yeah. know trading this. I got an orange. Uh, yeah, so the way it worked for me was, and I think I did it smart, because I think if you become a drug dealer, especially, particularly Coke is the worst one you could be, I think. Yeah. Because people are just hounding you nonstop on like a Saturday night. 
But the way that I set it up was a friend of mine when I was in college, I went to a school. At the, I've been to a bunch of schools, failed out of a bunch. Um, eventually graduated, but like that was when I was an adult. But at the time, I was at a, a school in upstate Connecticut. My um, One of my best friends was at UVM in Burlington, Vermont. And that is like the everyone. I always wonder because everyone there deals weed. I'm wondering who the fuck is buying. I guess yeah. it was guys like me. So I would go up to UVM. I'd buy like a pound or two of weed from this guy. Yeah. I would drive it back to my school and I'd have all the drug dealers from my school would just show up at my dorm room at once. I would weigh it all out, distribute it, and I'd make a couple grand and that That's would, awesome. be, it would be done. Literally done. The biggest part of it was driving to UVM and then driving so you back were, you with were a the, couple pounds of weed. I, you're the connect. I you was were, the guy. You, yeah, you weren't you weren't even like a dealer per se. You were the 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 guy. Yeah. That had the stuff. And it was it was fun, man. I used to a friend of mine, a couple friends of mine actually when I was growing up sold weed, and one of them, you know, I always thought those dr- you know those drug commercials where a drug dealer comes out of the shadows and there's some kid in a park doing his homework <laughs> and the drug dealer's like, "Hey, kid, <laughs> Uh, you're like nine. I think it's time for you to do drugs. And the kid's like, no, I'm a, I want to do my homework. I want to go to UCLA. And the drug dealer's like, ah, you beat me. And then he turns into bats and flies away. <laughs> I, I always like those commercials because they're not, there's no drug dealers walking the streets trying to sell drugs to kids. That doesn't no. happen. My friend who sold weed hated the customers that he had. <laughs> Because they would call him up at 2 in the morning and be like, hey, man, can I get $7.49 worth of weed? Or can I buy a joint off of you for a couple of D-cell batteries? <laughs> like, he didn't even like these people. So he wasn't out there recruiting more maniacs that were going to try to get a gram for a burrito or a pair of socks. You know I what I mean? Know. I know. I was with him so many times where he's like, God, this guy wants me to drive across town and he wants $10 worth of weed. He goes, it's going to cost me more in gas. So you would just tell the guy, he goes, no, I'm not coming. Bye. You get 40 bucks or I'm not coming. And the guy's like, true. all right, I'll call you back. There's more truth to the whole gay people recruit people <laughs> argument, I think, because <laughs> I've actually seen that in play. Gay people out in the streets? Comedian Thomas Dale. All he does is try to fuck straight guys all day long. So when gays are like, bullshit, we're not trying to recruit anybody, that is wrong. You are fucking, they're out there recruiting. Well, I mean, that's a, I wonder if you're trying to, well, you're just trying, that's your thing. You want to have sex with straight men. Yeah, that's like the biggest thing in the gay community these days. Man. Actually, I'm not going to make huge blanket statements like that. I know you did. Uh, that, that. I'm going to speak for the gay guys that hang around at the comedy club, and they're all trying to fuck straight guys. Um, I'm trying to have sex with gay women. That's my whole deal. I want to. Really? T- yep. I want to take a gay woman and turn her right. That's the worst thing oh I've ever God. said. We might have to um, edit this part. Out. No, I'm completely joking. I don't want to have sex with gay women. Good God, what are we talking about? I don't know. Um, this is what happens when a man has uh, Ebola throat and uh, John is losing his whole mind. They're, they're literally okay. We're not as in our I right was minds. as I was saying that sentence, a lawyer came in and took <laughs> John Fatigate's shirt right off of his back. John <laughs> Fatigate is now shirtless here, trying to recruit me into being a gay man. Um, all right. Well, okay. So what's going to happen today, as it does every, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna probably jump around a couple topics here. One of them being uh, the internet losing their minds over Lena Dunham. I'd like to talk about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's interesting. I'd really like to talk about that. Um, uh, Ebola. Okay. You know what I mean? I might have it. <laughs> and I'll what be the second throat Ebola throat Ebola yeah or throat throat Ebola AIDS it's a whole it's a whole wide I definitely I have some kind of fucking cold though is there something going around everybody says they're always just anyway I hope not man that's the last thing I need right now <laughs> <laughs> and the lawyer has come back in and given John his shirt back 
I wish we had <laughs> a lawyer. It's covered in fucking Ebola AIDS. Yeah, it's got Ebola AIDS. Um, that and um, we might jump around. I mean, I didn't know we were going to talk about drug dealers. We might get back into that at some point. Who's our guest today? Our guest today is the one and only Booker of Stand Up New York, Dr. Joe Ferrari, <laughs> a.k.a. Joe Horary. Horary. <laughs> <laughs> What up, guys? Hey, man. Nathan, uh, thanks for having me. Dr. Daddy, it's a pleasure. <laughs> um, so we're going to be, yeah, we're going to be talking to Joe Ferrari, a.k.a. Joe Harari, in a... Um, Good friend of both of ours. That's one of Joe. the best nicknames, I think, in the business. I you love guys Joe too. Ferrari. Joe Harari. What's that? I love you guys, too. You're the best. Um, I like. I was telling him, I like... One reason I really like... I don't know if I ever told you this. I think I did. One reason I really like having you as a co-host is... If I have, if I had another like just straight comedian, I know that nothing would get done. Do you know what I mean? Because I like you have you have a different mindset, so you'll come up with ideas and thoughts and questions sometimes about things that we're talking about that I would not have thought about. You know, whereas if I had a comedian, it would be like, uh, you know, what's funny? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, most of these comedy podcasts are just comedians anyway, so it's sure, a different, and, and, different thing. And I like talking to Joe uh, because in the, for the exact same reason. Um, so either way, we're going to be talking Dunham. Lena Dunham does not pay for anything. And uh, Ebola. And uh, before that, um, you know, we do a little thing here called the Jazz Rat. <laughs> is that a good intro it's i think that's a it's a pretty dude. good oh right it's like the tension yeah it's like Just it's cut it it's like the scene in jurassic park right before the the t-rex comes out of the fence oh yeah at the water glass Yo, yeah it's the water glass yeah. if only we had the uh the water glass and also we might bring on the lawyer that's been calling john fatigate for years is he a good person is it her him? he's a great guy he does a good job he's just screaming at you i just can't sit on the phone with the fucking attorney yes for that long john page four uh section 6.8 paragraph two says i herein by give my uh workers said thing with the stuff that's read contracts dude that is like pretty accurate when i get contracts for shows and stuff you read i herein by uh, give my lifeblood to the what the can we please just write this in it's a awful in dude. a sentence in a real world way can you write it like it would be a text yes yo bro i want you to come do this for this thanks it's got a here actor here and by known as talent will be given uh i can't even i i can't figure it out it drives they make it that way so you have to hire another attorney to deal with it double attorney that's it the double attorney double team i've got 75 attorneys i got one to write a contract one to read it one to tell me what it all means and the fourth one to just massage my head <laughs> um all right so we do we got well let's get back into the the dramatics here we got a little thing here called uh John, what's it called? Jazz rant. It's called the jazz rant. Um, all right, this week's jazz rant, uh, pretty quick, short deal, I believe. Um, a lot of people are sending around videos of people being hurt or drunk people falling down or uh, couples screaming at each other. I don't know why. Why does this have to happen? Why do we have to send these videos around? I don't want to see these. I don't want to see the video of a baby falling out of their stroller and the mother running after it, and then she gets hit in the head by a box of pizza that some idiot dropped. Can we not just help these people? If you see somebody fall onto a subway track, why do you have to take out your phone and be like, this is going to be hilarious. Look at the rat stealing her money while she scrambles to save her own life. Help the person 
or walk away. I don't understand why people like to see... Man, you gotta see this video. This guy tries to park his car, and he gets out in the street, and a cyclist crashes into him, and both of them explode into a fury of femur bones. Can you just go over there and go, are you guys okay? Do you need me to pick you up? Why do we instantly have to go to this, hey, I'm a journalist on my day off, and I just happen to catch this beautiful story of a mother rolling down a flight of stairs. And if you... If you're taking these videos to show other people, I really don't like you. And if you're also taking these videos so that one day you can rewatch them, you are a psychotic murderer. Why do you need to rewatch a, a drunk couple yelling at each other in the street? A week from now, you need to... I wonder what uh, she said to him about looking at those women's tits. What was it that she said? And go back and it's some drunk woman. Why are we looking at your tits? I swear to God, it's just a thing that people get. Wait, when did the whole world become America's funniest home videos? Why? What was the show itself not enough? Now every single if you watch even daytime TV like The View, all of it, they'll they'll have these serious topics for a minute or even uh, something not serious like The Chew. They're like, hey guys, we're we're making flan. Uh, but before that, did you guys see this video of a skateboarder losing his dick in a combine? And then they'll just sit there and watch that for 20 minutes. How did everything become America? America's funniest home videos. I don't understand it. I don't want to see the video of somebody being hurt. I am not going to laugh every fucking time. I don't. Or when it's a video of some dude who has a weird haircut. And they're like, look at this guy I found on the train. Leave him the fuck alone. You're a piece of trash. Human piece of garbage. Um, that's a jazz rant, everybody. So we're going to take a quick break. Come back with Dr. Daddy and Joe Ferrari, and we're talking Dunham. We're talking Ebola. We're talking Lena Ebola, Ebola Dunham. <laughs> you know, it's like cold and it's hot, and then your dick gets hot, and then your dick's cold, and you're like, oh, fucking fuck. We'll do a live. Are we back? That whole thing is recorded? Yeah, but we can cut it. Keep it. Keep it. Let the people know what I'm really saying really? here. Dick cold. Break. Hot <laughs> cold. Um, what I was talking about is that I started coughing after the jazz rant because I don't know what's happening. But in, I think maybe I just have a chest cold. Maybe that's what's going on. And I was talking about how uh, Joe, John was talking about how right now it's that time of year where it gets hot cold. Hot cold. So I was just joking about how stupid it sounded when I said hot. You get hot cold. Yeah, it's like the menopause. Those are the only the two air. temperatures that there are. Hot yeah. cold. I'm like, you get both You get both of them right in your face. But it is true. I go from outside where it's cold. I walk inside. It's boiling hot. Baby dog wants to go under the blankets where it's even hotter. And her stupid little feet are boiling. Um, <laughs> they're very hot. Oh, welcome. Uh, here he is. Joe Ferrari. I've been here. Yeah, you came in earlier. Yeah. Uh, did I introduce you? I yeah, did. Yeah, introduces me. Oh, God. This that, chest that cold. Head, that head cold. Yeah, it's ruining my whole... It's a whole body cold now. It's... Uh, oh, my God. Here comes Ebola. Dun, dun. <laughs> Dude. Are you guys scared of Ebola? Seriously? Terrified. I'm terrified of Ebola. Why? Ever since I was a kid. I don't know. I saw this horror movie when I was a kid and it just like freaked me out. What was it called? I don't remember. It was like <coughs> Beach Party something. It was, like, <laughs> it was like, you know, it was like, you know, those 50s, oh, that's funny. It was like 50s beach movies. Sure. It was like a parody of one of those, except like the characters got Ebola in it or something and there was a murder. I don't even remember. Wait, Ebola's been around for that long? That, yeah. Like, really? No, yeah. but this was like a parody of those movies. It when came was out the first case? Uh, I can look Africa, that up. Africa. <laughs> 1901. 
Dr. Africa got Ebola. I don't know. If you watch the news, that guy, that the CDC guy, like he keeps... Uh, oh, that sounds retarded saying that. <laughs> the CDC guy. He's like the... <laughs> The, hot cold. I want to the say fucking C- hot cold. <laughs> I want to say CEO, but he's not the CEO the yeah, yeah, yeah. of the CDC. He's the commanding district commissioner. Yeah. Is it the what com- does the CDC mean? I made that up right the there. Center for Disease Control. <laughs> okay. So he, the, the commissioner of the CDC, keeps being like, there is almost zero chance it's going to spread in the United States. The reason that the, it spreads so much in these Western African countries is because they have they're very very poor. They don't have. Water supplies of, and that kind of they, thing? They don't have the resources that something like the CDC has to like take a disease, quarantine people that like need to be quarantined, trace where it's where it's where you know they've contact where these people have had contact with other people and then control the whole situation. Who knows? They could be feeding us horse shit. Can it, can it keep, not, to so keep we don't us, panic? Yeah. Well, the thing about it that it's interesting to me is when they say, you know, that there's no reason to panic, and it's like, well then why did you tell anybody? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if I, I'm not going to steal your money, why would I go, hey, John, I'm not going to steal your money? See, yeah. This whole thing worries me the most because you guys ever see Dawn of the Dead, the yeah, original the absolutely. original Dawn of the Dead? In the mall. Yeah. Well, the whole movie starts out with, like, a talk show, basically, about, like, this whole thing that's going down. Just like what we're doing right now. Sally, Jesse, Raphael. And, all of a sudden and I'm freaked out right now by that. Yeah, and then the world fucking ends and zombies take over. What was the, the daytime talk show? Like, up next, we're going to be interviewing Ebola. And then uh, <laughs> Ebola walked out. A oh, no, strand. It was, like, one of those, like, heavy 70s, like, fucking, like, some professor, like, in a bow tie screaming about it, like... Remember they used to smoke on those? Oh, yeah. Uh, a, professor, really cool. a professor would come out with a cigarette, oh, standing yeah. up, pointing at the crowd. You're all idiots. <laughs> but what? Um, how does it even spread? I mean, how does it, it through uh, water? contact with uh, sw- any bodily fluid, sweat, blood? But it vomit, has to be once poop. the person starts showing symptoms. Act- symptoms. Yeah. Well, and what happens if you have Ebola? What are the symptoms? Uh, Party, partier? You, you stay up later? You're vomiting, uh, diarrhea, hemorrhaging from every orifice. Not, no, nothing fun. Yeah, like you basically just all the the fluids you in your explode? body just come. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit! So like they have to like stabilize these people. Like they pump them full of fluids, keep pumping them until they wow. stabilize naturally what if they just put you in like a bag and then all your fluids went into a bag but you're still in the <laughs> you're bag soaking in them yeah, yeah you're, you're soaking in your own juices just diarrhea piss you're and uh shit. well i mean you let that out of the bag <laughs> jesus but that's christ where all your, that's where all your fluids are going puke diarrhea well, sweat. That, ebola doesn't sound good they need a worse name for ebola then i, I, I don't know it, it doesn't sound pretty sa- awful ebola that doesn't yeah. sound as bad First as case was in uh 1976 by the way in the congo oh oh i told you congo. Right, congo tim curry Tim Curry. Uh, what's a line from the Congo? What'd you say that uh, uh, King Solomon's gold? King Solomon's <laughs> gold, and the the city. What, what what was the name of that city though? The city of Min Chin. I don't remember. I'm sorry. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no problem. Look it up. If Chin. You can. That sounds more. Chinese. It was like the the lost city of something. That movie is awful. Yeah. No, it's not. It's excellent. Okay. Congo, so. the one based on the Michael Crichton. Yes. Movie? Wow, I actually read the book. That's how awful I was as a kid. <laughs> but the movie's terrible. The movie doesn't even really follow the book. Don't they like fight the gorillas with lasers? <laughs> of course or something? they do. <laughs> and then the apes get laser guns, and then they shoot. So uh, honestly, though, don't you think and that then Mark Wahlberg comes in? Because... He's not in that movie. That'd be funny if he was. Well, he was in the new Planet of the Apes. Which, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. you're talking crossover hits. There's a crossover. And there. then Liam Neeson comes in and takes <laughs> the apes. And the monkeys have spoke a... sign language, man. I know they did. That movie's brutal. <laughs> it's not brutal. Um, did you something last? City of Chin. Did you look it up? Yeah, it doesn't really have anything. Min? City of Mean? Mean? Yeah, it doesn't really say. Either doesn't way. Diamonds. Don't you guys honestly think Ebola does not sound as bad as shit out of your face? Like, you should have, <laughs> they should have a better name for, because Ebola just sounds like, oh, that sounds bad. But I mean, if it's literally you melt 
into the floor. Oh my god, that's can't you can't you call it something better? Like let, let me tell you a perfect one. One of the best diseases they ever came up with a name for. Flesh eating disease. Yeah, that's really good. Cool. Bam! Right in your dick. You know what that is. Yeah. That eats your flesh. Ebola, you're like, maybe you just uh you're just sick for a couple of days. Maybe yeah. you just lay down. But you literally melt from your face. <laughs> is this what we're saying? Face mad melting. Mad cow disease was pretty good too. See, mad cow disease is another one. But mad cow. Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> <laughs> you turn into a beautiful baseball player. Um, Lou Gehrig's is is good for the. But I mean, yeah, that one doesn't really again let you know really what's going on. Flesh eating is like yes. Mad cow. Mad cow is only really good for the cow. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because they're going mad. For us, we just shouldn't eat it. Lost city of Zinge. Zinge. I knew it was something weird like that. The lost city of Zinge. Got it. Yes, you're we got four. Out, you're like Chin Ming. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was close. The last not, city not of Chin. Do you Zing. know that, that ever got mad cow disease? No, but you can't. You couldn't. When humans got mad cow, it wasn't called mad cow, right? It's like we couldn't eat cow, correct? Mad cow, but we didn't get mad cow disease. Yeah, no. It, that comes from when a, they feed cow to other cows exactly but then if you eat that meat yeah you get that disease oh I didn't is, know that. it's another weird brain i thing. don't i don't follow diseases man God i just walk i just walk the earth and hope not to I'm die telling you, moving upstate you're not new york. upstate new york's where it's going to be the most you know why here's exactly why in upstate new york it will be the most okay why? because the people that can afford to get ebola i.e people that can afford to travel where do they go when they want a vacation chill out the hang ha- back the hamptons exactly and you're fucked you, I'm here's not the thing. going to the Hamptons. No, Long no, but they'll also go up to. They'll also go. Upstate up, is cheap. I know, but they'll go to Upstate, baby. They'll go sit in a park. They'll go Fuck. live by a, a canoe. Right. Here's what you can. Here's how you not get Ebola. You go to the cheapest parts of America and you stay there for life. Why? Those people never leave ever. And who who the fuck's going in there? No Ebola. Case closed. I solved it. So we're all going to Detroit. We're all going to Detroit. We're all going to get jobs at that new coffee shop downtown, and we're killing it. <laughs> They also make watches there. Well, you know, I've thought about this. What if we start a farm upstate and it's all comedians, right? I already don't want to be a there. A funny farm? A funny farm. Oh, <laughs> the lost city of Zinge. And More we like just the stay there until this whole Ebola thing passes over. There is no Ebola thing. We don't need to go to a funny farm. We are totally fine. <laughs> the thing is, though, here in New York City, if the if Ebola did, if, if a big disease gets here, it frightens the shit out of me. You well, again, stuffed onto that subway with a billion people but, every day. But again, We're like you, in a filing cabinet of a city. But who do, who gets on the subway? Everybody. Everyone. No. Everybody. New York. I see guys in Rod, suits. Well, I'll tell you this. Crazy Rod, people. Rod Stewart was on the subway a couple of weeks ago. He's a problem. He's got he's to stay quarantined because he's a rich man who travels the earth. Get out of here. Lock yourself in a cage, Maggie May. <laughs> the rest of us, we keep going to our random places where poor people are and nobody's got a bowl. I'm going to the water, putting my back to the sea. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> That's perfect. The funny water? That one doesn't no, work. No. Um, I love that you want to get a farm of comedians. Jesus yeah. Christ. What are we going to do? Actually, I take that back. Of course think, you do. I think I just want you there and a yes. couple of other ones. And if and we go to a farm, and if we go to a farm, I'm going to stop doing comedy and just work. I'm going to milk the cows. Yeah. Or, I, I, or talk to the chickens. I'm telling you, man, the older I get, the more I want to get my hands dirty every day again. Uh-huh. I want to like, I want to eventually move to a place where I can fucking work. Why like, not become a hitman? Outside man? a little bit. I'll get my hands dirty that way. Yeah. 
and get other people's hands clean. You know what I mean? More like build the fence kind of thing. I With actually, the blood of a human man that needed to die. <laughs> a bone fence. <laughs> this is off topic, but you know, I found out that... The, did we talk about this in the show? I found out that there's someone in my family who was a, yes. one of the biggest... Yeah, we did talk about... No, Tommy I, Karate. Actually, we didn't talk about it on the show. We talked about it in the back room. Tommy Karate, which I love karate? that name. K-A-R-A-T-E. Well, he's not, karate, yeah, he, baby. That, no, so basically, a, he's a kid from Gravesend, Brooklyn, who had a high-pitched voice. Oh, yeah. yeah. So look up... He had Graves a high-pitched in. voice. First of all, he's not blood related. He's my father's, my grandfather's wife's son that we never knew about until we found out recently when she went crazy and started screaming his name nonstop. Wow. <laughs> Tommy Karate! <laughs> Tommy Karate! Was that what it was? Yes. Wow. Just she in the house? She karate. She was saying Tommy, but I watched a documentary <laughs> on TV all about him. About What's it my called? About my uncle I forget, but there's a book out about him... Uh, I don't know. We'll put in the notes of the podcast. Yo, you're one of these uh, no women, no children kind of guys, or well, this is the thing. Paul's fair. He went out. He went to Japan with my grandfather's wife when he was a kid, and he studied karate there for a long time. Came back to Brooklyn and started just fucking people up. <laughs> then oh the mob, God. like he started doing hits for the mob, and then he loved it and he just started killing people like crazy. Hey yo, it yo, was it's disgusting, man. This guy's sick. Hey yo, Tommy Karate, we need you to go over here and dragon kick this guy in the chest. <laughs> yeah. Bro, just kick a guy right through his Cadillac window. Dude, they think he could have killed like over 50 people. Here's the thing right now. Here's what you do. You want that lawyer to get off your back. You send this podcast to him. Let him know that you have a blood relation to Tommy Karate. Not blood. Uh, You have some sort of relation to Tommy Karate. (laughs) Do you want your boards broken, (laughs) buddy? Um, So what? uh, Okay, so Ebola, you guys are scared. I think you're missing the point. The the, the lawyer is doing a good job. No, I, I, I understand karate. Children in belts. Um, <laughs> I, what do you, so you guys are scared of Ebola? Terrifying. I mean, not really. I mean, I'm scared if it actually got out of. If they say it's spread now to like Louisiana, oh, I'd, I'd be like, on. okay, it's time to pack my shit. I and really, go upstate. I really don't have faith in them to contain it. I really don't think they can do it. Well, this CDC guy seems very overly calm. They picked the right guy. He's like. Got the most calm they demeanor. Talk? The voice is so soothing. Was he talking from like the Pope Mobile? He's in that glass case. <laughs> Everything's fine, guys. Just keep doing you. Did, Did you just, see his like press conference thing that they had? I watched the clip from. Yeah. You saw the whole thing. I watched the clip, the same one you probably saw, and he's talking about how they're going to find every person he probably had contact with. I'm just imagining like black panel vans pulling these people in, zipping them up into things. Wait, oh yeah, a that's minute. what I think it is. Dude, what about getting Tommy Karate to go kill all of these people that have Ebola? Well, we got to break him out of jail. He's in for life in the federal prison. Buddy, you go in there with somebody that has Ebola and you go let him out or I'll give you Ebola? Oh, my God. That's And crazy. then we get Tommy Karate out. Hiya! <laughs> Should get him he on got, Positive Anger. Do a he, special from the prison episode. He, I, <laughs> wow, that'd be great. Tommy Karate gets out of prison, kills everybody on, on Earth that has Ebola. Come on! We just solved it. That's a movie, dude. That's a great movie. We need to stop Ebola, but how? What about Tommy Karate? We can't. He's dangerous. He's been in solitary confinement for 25 years. And then they get him out. But you know the movie version. This is what they would do. He would come out of solitary confinement. His beard's trimmed. (laughs) His shirt's pressed. It's you know what I mean. Holly movies now. Like even last night, I was telling you Ferrari. I was trying to watch uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one. They cut to the house where uh, Leatherface lives. Everybody in the house is clean. 
I'm like, what are you serious? They live in a house with a murderer, and all they do is kill people. They're washing their clothes. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> They're getting the barbecue sauce out of their mustaches. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't remember there being that many family members. There in was your... like five of them in that house. Yeah, it was the like a curtains. The curtains are clean. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, no. Our houses are dirty than the fucking people in Leatherface's uh, garage. <laughs> a guy, a guy who literally murdered somebody is like, well, I gotta press these pants. He lives in a he lives in a house in the middle of nowhere, probably fucking his sister. Either way back to getting tommy karate tommy karate we're getting him out of prison you are fighting ebola you Hi-ya! is that his his uh is that his is that what he did right before he murdered people i'm now horrified that tom karate's gonna come kill me i hope he doesn't listen we can do a call all right. episode all he's right in for life i don't think he's ever getting out oh well does he, he have his one phone call left still or did he use that i don't know man Hey, Nathan, I don't think it's very funny. That I you gotta were... remember the book about him. Oh, it's really... Uh... Tommy... Oh, why don't they have a Tommy Karate school? Where it's like a guy, <laughs> a guy teaching karate, kind of, and he teaches you how to kill people. Oh, this is awful. Okay, he was Tommy Karate. On Staten Island too. Oh, anyway, man. let's don't keep go, going. Don't go to Staten Island. So Ebola, you guys are scared of. I'm not scared of He's that. He's not scared. I am. Scared. No, I think we're fine. I think we're totally fine. This I, is, I know we're fine, but I'm it's still like the afraid. Swine, the swine flu years ago. I wasn't afraid of swine flu. Fuck the swine flu, man. Some swine flu was insane. Okay, man. when the apocalypse happens, where are you going? What? Joe, you start first. Jersey. What? Jersey? Where yeah. in Jersey? So my be- the beach, where I live. Okay. Told you. Right Back near the, the beach. Boy. You, buddy. The you be- think that's going to... St- I know. Right now, you can't even live near the beach. Fucking Sandy destroyed the beaches not of my Jersey. Not in my house. Your house? Houch? Yeah, no, the not The beach my house? house? No, the, not there. Where, where are, are you going? Either. What apocalypse I'm are we talking about? I'm going to the yurt, bro. I'm going oh, to the fucking yurt. move. Yurt. Look out, world. We're yurting. Stopping at my dad's, grabbing a shotgun from him, and going to the fucking yurt. <laughs> Why did we start talking about the apocalypse? Okay, so if they because this Ebola. is the beginning of it. Oh, this every is the talk year show that leads up to you it. You know what? Ebola uh, can mutate. Dude. I love America. What a bunch of fucking maniacs are down here. It's always the apocalypse. Everything. Ah, oh, they stop selling Twinkies. We, where are you gonna go when people come to your house and start rummaging through your closets looking for those old Twinkies? I'm grabbing a gun. I'm going to a yurt. I'm living in a tree. Not nothing is the apocalypse. We're totally fine. Either way, I'm going to Canada. That's where I'm going. Okay, bomby. <laughs> downtown canada balmy huh? downtown sunny canada <laughs> well we don't have a tommy karate murdering ebola victims um all right let's t- tommy karate well let's get a, let's get let's see what tommy karate would think about this let's move topics here let's switch a little topics we, we topic switching okay let's do it switch it up the universe yesterday or the day before lost their dicks let's just say the universe this week lost their dicks because lena dunham the creator of Girls, the woman who just put a book out entitled I Am Not That Kind of Girl, is going on an 11 city book tour where she got, um, I guess people submitted videos or t- whatever to her something. People won, uh, art, some artists won the ability to open for her on her book tour, okay? She wasn't going to pay these people. The internet snapped, yelled at her all day. Now she's paying these people. Have you heard about this? You heard about this? Yeah, yeah. I heard all about it. I mean, mostly <laughs> because my Facebook feed is nothing but comedians. I so know. Just going nuts about Do you it. Many, the same joke, too. I know. Do you know how many comedians I block a day? None, but I will. <laughs> I've blocked enough. The thing... Okay, here's the thing. Can we get a list? Uh, is it possible to look up the types of performers that she was going to have? Joe Ferrari? Oh, they're, they're not just oh. stand-ups? No, they're not stand-ups. No! And even if they were, let's scale this back a little bit. 
Um, first of all, I find it funny that the internet snaps. For, okay, even more, first of all, I've never seen an episode of Girls. I have no real opinion on Lena Dunham. I do know that people really fucking hate this woman. Yeah. People, people also really love her, though. Of, well, of course. She has tons so, of fans. I mean, anyone that people really love is going to be sort of a polarizing person. Of course. You know? People lose their minds. I don't really understand it. People are really snapping. I will say that I find it very funny that the people that are like, you should pay your openers, you're a piece of garbage, are tweeting that from... Uh, a phone that was made for four bucks by somebody who was paid 10 cents. We don't give a fuck if that person's paid more. Who gives a shit about that person? That dead Chinaman. That's a good point. Nobody cares about that. You know what I mean? But that's an, uh, and I say Chinaman for the, uh, (laughs) for the the effect. Um, Do you know what I mean? People are like, you should pay these uh, people that live in North America and are killing life more while i tweet from a, a blood phone these That's are all these true. are all blood devices do you know what I mean? and i have one look i'm not i'm not above anything i'm just saying but i'm also not going at lena dunham to fucking pay openers like your phone was made by somebody who really could use a couple extra bucks and do you know who has the money to pay those people apple apple that's going to be the fucking apocalypse buddy we should send tommy karate to the oh apple. my <laughs> he would god just destroy Tommy, Tommy, uh, we need somebody to go stop Apple. They've really become the the new uh, Skynet. But who are we gonna get? There's nobody that can do it. Tommy Karate. You can't, you can't get Tommy Karate. He's dangerous. He killed a hundred people. He's been in solitary confinement for twenty five years. And then they break him out to like um, uh, Sim- uh, Symphony of the Devil or whatever. <laughs> Please, Mouse. They use that movie, that song in so many movies. I'm a man of wealth and taste. And Tommy Karate. Stretches. He's, he dusts a rat off his shoulder. Pleased to meet you. Won't you guess my name? And then Tommy Karate goes into the Apple Store and starts spin kicking <laughs> geniuses. Hiya! That's I the can't tagline. Find uh, any info on who the opening is. That's are. that's the tagline for Tommy Karate versus Apple. Oh, it's fucking <laughs> hysterical. But anyways, you know what I'm saying? Like Apple has the money to pay these people. Do they? No. Could they have these phones made in America where they pay people a human decent wage? Yes. But then Why don't be they? Like double the price. What? Yeah. But see, they don't. No, they don't have to be by any stretch. They, Apple. They have Apple a margin they're trying to work on, man. Five thousand percent markup. Yeah. That's what they're. That's okay. What, that's what their their stock will plummet. Exactly. But that. But that's only because they're dicks. Yeah. They're, well. Nobody duh. needs yeah, that much dicks. money. Nobody needs that much money. Same as Nike. Same as you all know that what shit. We need to ha- have happen in America now is 3D printing to go to the next level because I saw a guy made a car. It, dude, eventually, what you do is you let's say you want your new iPhone or whatever. Instead of buying an actual manufactured iPhone, you buy the the license to have it manufactured in your 3D printer. Oh and well, your yo, 3D printer just makes it. What do you think they're gonna charge for that license, dude? Whatever yeah, it just, probably cost to get exactly. One of those. So then, why don't you just go buy this? All I'm saying is, I think it's funny that people from these ridiculous devices will bitch at a woman who oh, is not paying these people, while the people that make their phone and could easily they have like a surplus of six hundred million dollars. They don't even touch it. They don't even. They don't even touch it. They don't pay these fucking people. You know what yeah. I mean? It's insanity. And also, uh, I wanted true. I wanted a better list of who it was, but I looked at it. Uh, I looked at it a little bit. The, the the performers that first of all these people like entered a fucking contest or whatever it was that's what the that's what the thing is you know what I mean it was like do you want to open for Lena Dunham on this book tour submit it didn't say do you want a job opening for fucking Lena Dunham yeah 
Also find it kind of interesting that a book tour has openers, but whatever. I don't know anything about books. I don't know anything about so tours. So what, she gets, she gets up in like a, a Borders or some, or a yeah, Barnes and Noble I mean, and it's does probably, like it's probably way bigger than that. She's yeah. doing theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's okay. $38 tickets for the for to go see her book launch. Thing. And you have to buy the book. And you have to buy the book. Wow. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> Hope you guessed my name. Well, Tommy tickets should include <laughs> the book. Um, well, that's a different argument. Here's yeah. the thing, though. Sorry. The people that... No, no, no. Don't apologize. I'll let me like that. Um, they should actually... <laughs> I mean, they should... Technically, I'm I'm 100% with you. They should include it. You pay 38 bucks. That's what Prince does. You get to see the... You get to take it and a, and, a, and a CD. And, and you see, get to blow them. All for the ticket price. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 well, weird thing we got going on down here at Madison Square Garden tonight. One hundred and ten dollars gets you uh, 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 seats. You get a uh, bag of popcorn, and also you get to stroke Prince's cock backstage. <laughs> Please to meet you as he sings "Symphony for the Devil," which wouldn't even make sense. Tommy Karate should be his bodyguard. Uh, who are we gonna get to protect? Prince, uh, Tommy Karate. We can't. We can't get Tommy Karate. He's a loose cannon. He, he killed a hundred people. He's a loose cannon. He's been in solitary confinement for twenty-five years. We gotta get Tommy. And then the bodyguard too, starring yeah. Tommy. Exactly. And, then, and then you hear the the doors, the the the, the, the bars. Please yeah. to meet you as he dusts off his. Hope you guessed my Tommy Karate in Hiya! Um. All right. The the list of uh, some of the performers I saw. One was a magician. There is, uh, there's probably a comedian. There's also a juggler, which, um, let's get serious. What in the fuck do you pay a juggler? A fucking juggler? The payment is that we have a name for what you do. The jugglers, like, you see jugglers in the, you see jugglers in the street. You know what I mean? Jugglers will literally go, hey guys, uh, I got a chainsaw and an apple. You want to see me toss this around? And we go, well, not really, but if you're going to do it. And they put a hat down, and people throw change at this fucking juggler. So what, you wanted to do that? Hey, guys, I'm bringing out a juggler in this 2,000-seat theater, and whatever's in your pocket, throw it at him. Do you know what I mean? This is going to be the most well-paid juggler ever. This juggler is touring the country. Most jugglers would go to, like, you go to New York, San Francisco, England, you go to like busker festivals. You know what I mean? Hopefully you're not you getting on America's Got Talent. You're not doing lucky. a theater. <laughs> a ju- would you go to a theater to watch a guy juggle? <laughs> Just juggling? Just juggling. There's not a big market for that. You know what I mean? Even when it does become, uh, hey guys, I'm upgrading from apples to uh, swords. We go, all right, sweet. And then two seconds of that, you're like, well, he's doing it. Oh, well, okay. Uh, guys, uh, swords are pretty hard, but let me tell you this. How about swords? On a unicycle. We're like, whoa, how's he going to do it? Two seconds later, you're like, well, he's doing it. Okay, guys, <laughs> the swords on a unicycle. Pretty crazy. What if I light the unicycle on fire? And the swords become chainsaws. And we go, well, that would be nice. And then you see that for two. Pleased to meet you. And, then and he blows Prince while doing all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be juggling. Uh, I'm going to be juggling my parents' expectations while I blow Prince. Uh, Prince sings. On a unicycle. Purple rain. <laughs> You have to sing Purple Rain into Prince's dick. Either way, a juggler. This is what the internet This is what the internet decided needed to, was a big thing. We need to pay this juggler. Can we get this juggler some money? There's literally people dying in this country. Juggler! Juggler! Is that not fucking insane? You're screaming at a woman to pay a goddamn juggler? Holy fuck. Fuck! Juggle your own lives! 
Get off of Twitter and juggle your own life. I bet your kids need food. Clean your house. For Christ's sake. But the how the poor the poor juggler. How's he gonna First of all, when this juggler does get paid, he's gonna probably have to open up a fucking bank account. He's got a closet full of change like he lives in an arcade. Jugglers are paid in quarters. And you're gonna give this juggler a check for what? For what is the adequate amount to pay a juggler? I need to know the numbers. She's making like $3.2 million for this book. Why? Because there's a market for what she does. People love her show. A juggler is making what? Fence a guess. What do you think this juggler's going to make on an 11 city tour? Just guess. Hundred dollars a show. Hundred bucks a show. A hundred bucks a show. A hundred bucks. Eleven hundred dollars. I just typed into Google how much do jugglers get paid. First thing that popped up is so you want to work on a cruise ship as a juggler. There you go. <laughs> so this week instead of being on carnival with Buffet. a kid, yeah, with a kid poking your dick with an old with a chicken skewer, you can open up in beautiful theaters with Lena Dunham, and you're gonna go. I need some more money for that. Jugglers on a cruise ship actually probably make a little bit of money. Yahoo answer says anywhere from two hundred to four thousand dollars per hour depends on what you're juggling exactly okay juggling uh motorcycles juggling uh how long is that show fuck yahoo answers would you watch it. a juggler for a an juggler hour a juggler definitely wrote that would you watch a juggler for an hour because uh, this juggler that's gonna open for yes. i wouldn't watch a juggler for a an juggler hour. is gonna open for her for like five minutes let's say they get a hundred bucks but you know what's gonna be funny is when this juggler gets paid and they say what they got paid or whatever it is people are still gonna lose their shit this only one gonna... juggler says he used to get paid 50 he's i guess english 50 pounds to juggle three chainsaws for two minutes in uh 1985 but paid so where by inflation, who i don't know whoever fucking hired him but that could be on the street do you see what i'm saying if yeah. you if you're juggling on the street for two minutes you could easily make 50 pounds 50 bucks whatever it is because people are just throwing things at you you know what i mean people putting yeah. money in a hat you've ever gone to a buster festival no you people are performing in the streets and you it's give them true. money if you put a poster up outside of the beacon theater that said like the greatest juggler in the world will be here next saturday you might sell two tickets the greatest juggler in the world, yes. And that's who's getting that $4,000 for an hour. And, and, but, the, but this is what's funny to me about it. Everybody's screaming at her to pay these jugglers. If she, here, again, we'll go back to the phone thing. If she paid these people what the people who build phones that they tweeted on were making, she'd still, they'd still shit on her. They'd be like, you can't, you can't pay people that wage. Well, then why the fuck is it all right for Apple to do it when they literally have... A six hundred million Symphony for the Devil surplus. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? What a stupid fucking thing to blow up about on the internet. You good, you won a war, people on the internet. You got a woman to pay a juggler. Clap for yourself. Way to fucking go. I bet you walk past that homeless person that day. I bet you don't give a fuck about if if you're if you somebody you know gets a bowl and melts right into their goddamn ice cream cone. But as long as Lena Dunham is paying these jugglers, I have won the fucking war. I think it's more she's like a very outspoken person about women's rights and rights in general. And now she's like she wasn't paying people. Like, I think but that was a, thing an element too. I, to it. I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, to, I, I personally don't give a fuck what I, she did. Me, me too. But I think the reason that the thing is, is that she who she's not managing her tour she doesn't know i mean she's probably so out of touch with these things that are happening she's got a team of people doing this shit absolutely you know so yeah like obviously she should have some kind of she should pay attention to what's going on but it's so easy to just point at people live her lifestyle deal with the shit that she's she's dealing with juggling i, I hate to use the word no pun intended but 
You know, <laughs> she's juggling a career. She's juggling a million fucking things. Yes. And what you think she's paying attention to? Wh- where all the finances are going on her tour? Uh, also, she's not. And also, again, and these people, it. these people submitted to be considered to open for. But as a comedian, when you go on the road with a headliner, if you're if you're an opening act, doesn't the the headlining comedian pay you out of what he gets, or do you get a separate uh, check? I think they cut you something out of okay. there. Okay, well, let, let's look into that real quick. If you go into a club, most of the times I, when I go to places, I'm, I'm headlining some club, so I get paid by the club. Yeah. If I bring somebody with me to open up for a college, I pay them. But do you know why? Do you know why? Because I asked that person to come specifically. I didn't hold a fucking contest where I go, hey, six people, send me your best clip, and whoever wins gets to well, come with maybe me. maybe she handpicked them. and She, she won- didn't, though. She didn't pick them. No. Who picked them? It was a fuck. I don't... Well, oh, no, it was okay. a contest could mean... You're saying you, she picked them specifically. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's still like a contest thing. Do you know what I mean? It's still like a... It's still, it's still not going, I need this juggler. It's still not her going, Chris, I want Chris. It's her True. going... 20 jugglers submitted. I pick this one is the best one, so I'm going to take that one. But that does not say you will be paid for this. There's been, there's many stand-up competitions and shit where people don't get paid. Tons of them. Are they are are they touring with her to every like 11 like, cities, yeah. They go to 11 cities. Yeah. Are they putting them up for free? That I don't know. Well, if, well now I mean now yes, she's paying these people. No, I'm saying like were there, was their hotels paid for their flights? Probably not. Maybe not, but also no, they're local acts, I believe. Oh, they're all oh, there. Local you go. Like that's part of then it. Then go fuck yourself. You, you don't get paid. Yeah, so they're driving down. To, I, I'm not saying they shouldn't get paid. That's not my my. All I'm saying is I think it's funny that that was the big thing the other day to make Lena Dunham pay these people. That I just find that to be that's the big fight. That's the big, like, we gotta lose. People were saying she should get cancer and all this kind of shit. Yeah, like, calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. I'm not saying they shouldn't be paid. That's not what I'm saying. But there are a ton of things with stand up where it's like, um, the competitions, Boston Comedy Festival, all this kind of stuff. You send money, then they pick you, and then you go and perform for free and put yourself up and get yourself there. And the only way you get money is if you win the whole fucking thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, the same comedians aren't jumping online going, hey, Boston Comedy Festival, pay your people, because they understand that that's a competition. But when it's somebody else, and it's some contest, and it's a millionaire, then it's a big fucking thing. And again, we'll run into the Apple store, suck Steve Jobs Skynet, dick, (laughs) and nobody gives a fuck that that company pays people nothing. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Is there a responsible (laughs) cell phone company? Like, if you wanted to do the right thing when it comes to that, what what phone would you even buy? If you're listening, write in and tell us what we should be buying. Android phones. I now know why you cry. No, like Samsung. Well, I guess. But it's something I could never do. (laughs) Da na na da na na. Um, uh, remember when um. What's her name? Uh, Sarah Connor goes back to kill Miles Dyson. Yeah, I've always said that Steve Jobs is Going Miles. Yeah, Steve Jobs is Miles Dyson, but just nobody went back in time to stop oh, it. Oh, dude, I have the, I have the book that the Unabomber wrote. That's what he was trying to do. Ted Kaczynski. He was trying to. <laughs> is stop. that him or is that another guy? What's yeah, his name? yeah. He he was actually a g- genius. <laughs> 
Here right, we go. I'm not, I'm not sticking up Here for the guy. Here we go. The a man. guy was a genius. Hey, he was, he was yeah, a Ferrari. misled. I'm, Ferrari, how funny is this? A man related to Tommy <laughs> Karate. Hiya! Also thinks the Unabomber was good. Da -na -na, -na -na -na. He used his mind for bad things. I 100% get you. He was trying to stop. He believes technology is going to destroy the planet. He was trying to take out. He was trying to stop the government, too. I, I, read, I watched a documentary on yeah, him. Yeah, man. He yeah. was after Skynet. Skynet, which is which is uh, Jobs, which is Zuckerberg. Da -na -na, Tom, na -na -na. Tom was beaten. Yeah, he was beaten. Somebody went. A Terminator went back in time and beat Tom. Uh, da -na -na. Look, he just wanted to blow prints, and, and he Trust. never got to. So trust me, he's gonna go back in time. You can't to blow go prints. around killing people, okay? Why? You just can't, all right? Why? Because you just can't, okay? Movie script. Yeah. Anyways, um, I I I I don't care that she pays them. Uh, good. Pay them. Great. Can we all pay everybody else more? That'd be pretty cool. And also, if we're gonna really freak out online and get some change, I mean, does it have to be fucking this? For Christ's sake. Lena Dunham has nothing compared to Apple. Nothing. Nothing! You know people that... No, good. I was just gonna say, you know people at Apple, even when you work there, you only get like 20% off of fucking stuff? Are you kidding me? Yeah, shouldn't you get a gut? Give me a laptop, cocksuckers. Give me a fucking laptop. Free phone at launch. Give me a free phone at launch and launch me out of the cannon that also launches the phone. I'll catch the phone in the air and land in the fucking river. But you 20% off family. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Anyways. I mean, like if fucking the queen charged Harry to take some eggs off the royal fucking d dinner table. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? I don't think I follow that one, man. Anyway, some of you'll figure I it got, out. What I were you going to say? I don't know. All right. Well, um... Oh, I know what I was going to say. Last thing. <laughs> One thing you mentioned before we started the show yes. was uh, about how, um... What's his name from Microsoft? The richest man... Oh, yeah, that's a really wicked thing. Uh, uh, found out right before we did this, Bill Gates donated $50 million to West Africa for Ebola research and to fight it and all that kind of stuff. That's pretty cool. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's so much money. That's great. That guy's awesome. I mean, he should put that money into making Windows not suck, but that's fine. Da -na -na, <laughs> na -na -na. Visiting hours are 9 or 10 to 4, Monday through Friday. Do you remember? Uh, Terminator. Term yeah, yeah. Terminator too much. You can't you, get one of those by Joe. He have you seen them. this boy? You're not my father, Todd. All right. Uh, <laughs> Perfect name, by the way. Yeah, for a, a you have to say the name Todd with that same yeah. inflection. Okay, so is that Wolfie? <laughs> that's funny. Your foster parents are dead. Um, <laughs> all right, so to get this uh, wrapped up here, John, promote your thing. Check out the weed news on YouTube with Mike Cannon. You're gonna fucking love it. I promise. Joe Ferrari, uh, check out all the uh, podcasts at Stand Up New York Labs and come to Stand Up New York to watch a, a comedy show. Nathan McIntosh is here all the time. Yes, Broadway, West 78th Street. It's a great place. Um, uh, you can check my any other stuff I got out on NathanMcIntosh.com. Uh, tweet at me, Twitter, at NathanMcIntosh. Uh, I got an Instagram. It's there uh, somewhere. Follow this podcast on iTunes. Rate and subscribe. Tell people about the goddamn thing. Let me know your thoughts, feelings, and if we, myself and John Fadigate, should write this Tommy Karate movie where Tommy Karate is let out of his solitary confinement to A, stop Ebola, B, stop Apple, or C, just to teach a couple of kids karate. 
Let us know how you would like that to be written. Or you could also head up the uh, the Secret Service now that, that they're having some issues. Tommy Karate would be probably great at protecting the president. <laughs> wait, wait, what was that? <laughs> the Secret Service is under like crazy scrutiny because... <laughs> oh my God, the president the president needs Secret Service to watch him. What are we going to get? Tommy Karate. You can't, you can't, you can't get Tommy Karate. He killed 100 people. He's a loose cannon. He's been in solitary confinement for 25 years. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> Hope you guessed my name. <laughs> this summer, Tommy Karate is Tommy Karate in First Karate. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening.